0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, episode 237 of the Get Around Podcast. I am back outside of the studio, and a good thing, because I am feeling slightly under the weather. Uh, definitely have a little bit of a of a, a head cold coming on. I can feel it. I'm doing everything I can to, to fend it off. I'm, I mean, cough drops, ibuprofen, uh, that emergent, those emergency packets, you guys ever use those? Those are good, the, the yes. I usually use those for hangovers, uh, but I'm using those to, to wow. help hey. stave, off the, stave off the cold. Uh, but I'm your host, Brendan Queely, uh here for episode 237 of The Get Around, along with me, Jordan Puente and James Cook. You're talking hangovers from doing too much work, of course. Exactly, work hangovers, to go? <laughs> because, because this is a podcast that is listened to by, by high schoolers uh, oh, who are God. not able to, to legally drink. Uh, at this point so yeah good good call james yes hangovers it it wouldn't be the first time that alcohol has been discussed on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's probably not the worst thing that we've talked about (laughs) on this podcast either so anyway um, but uh yeah welcome episode 237 brought to you of course by jimmy johns jimmy johns has two locations in traverse city they make subs that are freaky fresh they do it freaky fast because they're jimmy johns
1: Freaky. Yay!
0: Coming up uh, a little bit later on the show, we will have uh, two representatives from the Bay Reps, from the Bay Representatives, uh, the hockey team uh, here that is off to a hot start uh, in northern Michigan. Ethan Coleman and Nick Dashner will be joining James and Jordan a little bit later on in this episode of the Get Around. Uh, We do have a lot to talk about. This is our first show that's really going to focus on the winter sports Season, so we'll be talking uh, basketball. Uh, we will be talking a little bit of football, uh, and then some hockey uh, as well. But let's start as as we always do with our uh, our area code game, and we're talking about area code two three eight. But uh, let's find out who the winner was for two three seven. What was the the two three seven United States area code is? It is not in use according to google we're all big losers and, oh my god <laughs> winners and guys guys I'm, I'm finding out right now that uh 238 also not in use um, wow so we don't even have to guess um, Oh, i had one already man you really we'll, did so we'll, we'll, we'll guess we'll guess <laughs> anyway um we'll guess anyway because we can be uh it might be international it uh, could be a fictional two- place Okay, so two three seven actually belongs to Cameroon.
1: Yeah, that's what I saw too.
0: So Cameroon, um, I don't know where any of us were, but none of us were close to Cameroon. None of us were in two hundred fifty miles. So wasn't that? Oh there? yeah, the two
1: hundred fifty mile. That was something yeah. we so initiated. None of us are gonna win. No. <laughs> all right, so
0: two three eight. We all know that it's not in the United States. So let's all pick international for these. Actually, I'm not gonna do that. I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick mine. The one that I am. Currently watching right now. I'm watching the the remake of the 1994 miniseries uh, The Stand. Wow. That's Gary Sinise. I'm, I'm watching the 2020 version of it. That has a lot of um, I'd say problematic actors <laughs> in it because uh, it stars Amber Heard, and we all know that Amber Heard had all that business with Johnny oh, Depp. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Ezra Miller the guy who plays the flash yeah, exactly. also had his both of them are in that miniseries, and I'm watching them like, Ooh, man, that, those, those two got were in this and then got canceled real quick. Um,
1: mini-series. but I'll go with that. I'll
0: go with Boulder. Uh, I'll go with Boulder Colorado because that's where, uh, it takes place. Uh, I already know that I'm wrong. So that's great. Good to know that I lost. Okay. Uh, what, right. what about you guys? I'm going to go with
2: New Jersey because uh, I've, I texted you guys this afternoon and was asking if you were going to be in the office. Oh, I get it. Because I was going to bring in a yes. uh, Crave case of White Castle sliders. Hell yeah. And I get it now. so, uh, you know, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle oh. set in New Jersey.
0: Okay. I, I, I dig it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I do too. Nice. Uh, so. I'm
1: going for up. Uh, I don't know if I did that. I, who knows? Uh, Pens- uh, Philadelphia, only because I'm watching Abbott Elementary School. Abbott Elementary. Oh, It's a nice. really good show.
2: You did go Pennsylvania before, but it was for It's Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I'm, I have to go back because I am watching another show based out of Philadelphia. Okay.
0: Great. You know, it's fun. We're all wrong. So <laughs> exactly. We, we, we don't know. It's just you know what? when you're just... wrong right off the bat. That's, I know. Yeah. We're, yeah. Not gonna be we're not going to know. We're disappointed next week. Exactly. It? We're not going to disappointed next week exactly we are not going to know we will not know how wrong until next week uh, <laughs> and so we'll do that so the, the one thing that's going to take place of um, our campaign for the lake bears and the Manistee manatees and the whatever else it is we'll start doing a, a question of the week and just to get some conversation going and I I, I bring this up because um, as uh, James if the bell is near uh, you'll have to ding it here when I bring up the white socks What you just did
1: What you, yeah. you just did
0: so Uh, I I hate my owner for the Chicago White Sox, Jerry Reinsdorf. I so wish that he would just sell the team because the guy is worth $1.8 billion uh, and yet refuses to spend uh, any money on free agents. This is true. The White Sox, who play in Chicago, are the only team in the MLB who have never given a $100 million contract to a player. Their highest contract, the, the most money they've ever guaranteed to a player, is seventy-three million dollars, and that was to Yasmani Grandal. Yeah, um, <laughs> three or four years ago, whenever that deal was made, I think maybe twenty twenty. All yeah. right, so it's it's absolute garbage. But the one thing that is unforgivable that he did, and so this goes for the question of the week, which is if you could buy your favorite sports franchise, what's the first thing you're doing to make that? team slash organization better the one thing that jerry reinsdorf did that is unforgivable is he took away dollar dog wednesdays
1: no way
0: if you went went to a game on a wednesday hot dogs were a dollar and that to me that is just that is unforgivable and that would be the first thing that i would do is i would reinstate dollar dog wednesdays at at all chicago white Sox games on wednesdays and you know what? I might even go one step further and be like, you know what? Let's make it Friday. Boom. We'll do it Friday. Why not? Fridays and Wednesdays. Why not? So uh, what about you guys? Mine's pretty similar. Um, it,
2: it, it Mine would be the Lions, obviously. So i got to do the. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, recently they've actually been playing well. So I don't know, yeah. how, really I don't know well. how, much, how much I could complain about from that standpoint. So, But I did go to the game on Sunday and the one thing that they have before the games is they the, the stadium opens up at 11 a.m. before a 1 p.m. game. So if you get there right at 11 and get in, they would have what they, they called the power hour, where like hot dogs and beers and stuff like that were really cheap for the first hour that the stadium was open. Wow. So you could go there and get like 99-cent hot dogs, which, I mean, they're still making money on a hot dog for 99 cents right. because it's just yes. the cheapest hot dog in the world and a, you know, a squished bun. And everything, but now they're <laughs> but now they're two ninety nine for hot dogs.
1: Yeah, no, oh, it's more expensive than Costco.
2: And uh, so I, we went there, and we were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get in early. We're gonna get the cheap hot dogs." And they were two ninety nine. That's the deal. Is two ninety nine. Yeah, the no, deal is two ninety nine. They're normally yeah. more than two ninety nine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So far, the, the our, our first two is basically as fans taking over. We're gonna make the fan experience better. So that's. <laughs> We're men of the we're men of the people, James. You and I, Jordan. How about you? What's uh, what would you do if you uh, were going to take over your organization?
1: <clears throat> well, Dodgers love to spend a lot of money, so that that's typical. They're just going to spend so much money to, <laughs> and losing the playoffs <laughs> every year. Um, Steelers, obviously, I can't. I don't know what I could change. I know this season. If you want to just ring the bell, I'm going to go ahead and stop with the Steelers. You guys are talking about fan experiences. I'm talking about coaching staffs. <clears throat> The first thing I would do, I'm not kidding, I am beyond over him, and so are the other fans. The offensive coordinator needs, needs to go. So I'm taking coaching changes. So that is okay. not how we play. Who's so. their coordinator? Hmm? Who's their coordinator? Yo, Matt Canada. He can go back to Canada. So let's leave it there. Just leave it there. <laughs> leave it there. Wasn't he with the, was he with the Bears? No, he was, with the Pitt, he was with the Pittsburgh Panthers. He was their offensive coordinator for so long. Okay. So, so long. And so Tomlin thought he was a genius and bought him over and has not panned out for the past two years. So, yeah, well, both right. fan experiences, I'm going coaching staff. So,
0: yeah. Okay. I would
1: give
2: well, him uh, the benefit of the doubt, though, because he was dealing with a uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger that was, yeah. I don't know, had maybe two functioning body parts left.
1: He didn't have anything point, left.
2: And and now a, a rookie quarterback.
1: Supposedly, hey, he hasn't thrown an interception until – he hasn't actually thrown an interception since like week three. He's been doing all good. right. Cool. Well,
0: I'm gonna, I'll throw this out to the uh, Audible viewers then. If you feel like it, uh, go either on the Twitter or the Facebook link and uh, comment on uh, what sports franchise you would want to take over and what you would change uh, to make it better. And we'll read some of those responses uh, next week. Uh, get a little Audible viewer engagement. See if we can if we can do that with the question of the week. Um, but let's go ahead and move into uh, the Pulse. Uh, let's start get out of the gates and, and talk uh, Trevor City Central and Trevor City St. Francis girls basketball right now they are I believe both uh, 3-0 and uh, we are seeing Trevor City Central do some pretty good things uh, I, I wonder there are some volleyball players uh, that will play basketball as well the is that success that they had on the volleyball court, kind of bleeding over into the the basketball season as well for the Trojans? Uh, players like uh, Lucia France uh, doing well out of the gate, uh, Caitlin Heathouse, Chikai Brumfeld, Heathouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, winning, winning is even in another sport uh, is is helpful because you just kind of continue that those good feelings.
2: Yeah, I think Central and Saint Francis is one the two kind of commonalities on those two teams is the, they both have second year head coaches, and um, Adam Warren and Jen Dummers, who kinda came in and in their first year kind of really established things quickly and, and both got teams got their teams turned around. They both and they both also have some pretty good players to work with. So that that, that helps. Um, yeah, so Saint Francis has, you know, Maggie Napot and Gwyneth Bramer back, which are two really good scorers and pretty good defensive players too, so that's two good to start with, and Saint Fran or Central has a good amount of talent coming back from next season or last season. Um, Ukiah Brumfield was our freshman of the year.
0: Haley, Haley Warner is good. We, we, you know, we, like you said, you mentioned Heat House, Lucia France already. It's you gotta like uh, what that, what that, what both of those teams uh, bring to the table this year. No doubt about it. So the two teams that we have, since we're recording this on Monday, and of course by the time this comes out, we will have had a, a winner already uh, in this game. But the the two boys basketball teams that are making a lot of noise right out of the gate, uh, who meet Monday night uh, in an early season matchup of, of really good teams, are Lakeland on St. Mary and Buckley. Both of those teams are are hot out of the gates. And uh, off air, James, you had mentioned uh, Drew Thompson, who seems to be kind of that that third. That uh, the Eagles needed at Lake or St. Mary to, to make them a, a legit contender once again after their Final Four appearance last year.
2: Yeah, I mean they had they had you know Augie job last year was that was that third piece that you kind of need. You have to have to have somebody after those top two that can contribute. And we were wondering who was going to step in and fill those shoes. Um, and and Drew Thompson seems to have been that that kid. I mean he can start at guard. He can handle the point. So Dylan Barnowski isn't always having to play the point um, and just kind of opens
0: him up to be more of an offensive weapon, which is a huge thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Big for them. And and also can hit the three. So that opens things up a little bit more underneath for Bramer. And, And then you've also got Luke Bramer on that team, giving them a pretty good fourth option as well. I mean, he played pretty extensively last year down the stretch as a freshman.
0: And then with Buckley, the Kalaviak Klo- has just been uh, a, a man on fire. I'm so interested to see how he does tonight. Uh, since we're recording this beforehand, it's, it's such a bummer that we don't know how these two teams are, mm-hmm. are going after each other. But you've got to understand that Buckley is coming into this game like we're going to beat St. Mary after what they did to us last year in the district championship game. I mean, Buckley had, what, an 18-point lead in that district championship game? Uh, before St. Mary came back and, and won. Um, and Klaviak has just been uh, a man possessed so far through the first two games 36 points and then 24 points. Mm-hmm.
2: And I got to imagine that you got Klaviak and Barnowski going head to head on both ends of the floor. That by itself could be entertaining. And then you know, you've you got Buckley has some other pretty good contributors um, back on that team. You know Klaviak's brother, Jared Millark. And uh, so, yeah, both of those teams, it w- that would be one of those games that I'm, I'm upset that
0: the uh, podcast is on Monday because that would have been a good game well, to watch.
1: Sounds like a good game. I,
0: I legitimately just went to the MHSAA website because I wanted to see if it was going to be <laughs> on the uh, NF- NFHS network to watch it. Is it? Uh, and it's not. Oh. So, it's a missed opportunity. Uh, it is, yeah, because these off. two teams playing each other is, it, it is always fun. Um, are there any other you know girls or boys basketball teams that have kind of stood out where you're taking notice of them uh, early in the season? I know uh, Kendall Stanfest uh, out at Elk Rapids is, is doing some good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: the Lake City girls mm-hmm. are doing some good things.
0: I know they lost right. the a game, yeah, the game, but that was to a really good opponent yeah. by like I, one or two points. Two points, yeah. It was 42-40 to 40 was the final. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, so I... I I think Lake City is going to be one of those teams that can be there
0: making a run at the end of the season. Uh, Ethan uh, Koherik out of Grayling has been really good. Uh, He's a junior this year, uh, and I would imagine that uh, a lot of the guys on that basketball team are going to want to have a good showing after what was kind of a disappointing football season uh, for Grayling. Uh, but right now that basketball team is off to a good start, and uh, Larry Mead or LJ Mead is is one of the best boys basketball coaches in the area. So uh, I I like what I'm seeing out of Grayling uh, for sure. And we don't have a big uh, sample size for um, uh, Central or St. Francis, but we did have uh, Nausaitis drop 34 points against Canton. Um I do like I, I really am interested in, in what West is gonna be like this year because this seems like it's gonna be that first year where those really talented freshmen and J V teams are going to start making noise as players on the varsity squad. Talking about the we've boys basketball. players like yeah, like Quentin Gillespie, yeah. um and, and some of those other players who were good uh on the freshman and J V teams, how are they gonna translate uh as as varsity players um but
1: um was speaking
0: speaking of uh Anasetis, who was our, our reigning uh player of the uh the year for boys basketball and was up for consideration for the uh player of the year for the football dream team i thought now would be a decent time to kind of just run over the uh the football dream team uh which is coming <laughs> out on on sunday and, and how we feel about things, and uh, I know we discussed this uh, early on. But uh, James, would you like to announce who our, our our player of the year is and who will be featured uh, uh, as a part of a story that's coming out on, on Sunday? Uh,
2: yeah, it'll be somebody from St. Francis. Uh, it will be
0: no. so from someone it's who made not, it. I not, not say this. It isn't. <gasps> it, but he was uh, he was oh, number he was, two.
2: He was definitely in the he was definitely in the conversation. But at Ultimately, the tiebreaker was that he's already gotten the boys' basketball hey, player man. of the year, and so it's it's Joey Donahue from Traverse City St. Francis, one of the uh, maybe if you took Josh Burnham out of the equation, one of the more dominant linebackers in Northern Michigan football in recent years. Um,
0: so, I mean. well, he was just a weapon on on both sides of the ball and yeah. made a yeah. difference on that team. With, yeah. I know everyone talks about it, but the intangibles that you talk about, Joey Donahue is the type of player that you want on your team because he makes everybody better around him. Yeah, uh, yeah. the the passion that he plays with, the, the the smarts and intelligence that he has on the field, the the, the no quit attitude. I mean, he's a coach's dream. Yeah, yeah. he's
2: just as happy. I mean, he plays fullback, you know. In St. Francis, they you know with the wing tee, they spread the ball around between the ball carriers and everything like that, but. I think Joey Donahue enjoys being the lead blocker in front of Garrett Hathaway as much as he enjoys getting the ball. Like, he just likes being the lead blocker and going through, hitting that gap first and taking somebody out and springing Hathaway or Nassadis or Burke Flowers or any of those other guys for
0: long gains or touchdowns. And then we have uh, our offensive and defensive players of the year. James, did we go with a a special teams? Are we doing a special teams guy for the. We are. Okay. Yes. Yes. yes, We
2: are. Uh, Yeah. For that, I was going to go with Wyatt (laughs) Nosadis. Oh, all right. Uh, Mr. Mr. Kick Return, Punt Return, Holder, and Punter.
1: Does it all. And also
2: does their kickoffs. Does it all. He does everything on special teams aside from kick the extra points.
0: And he holds for that. Wow! So he's still participating mm-hmm. in, in in that as well, um, and we we know from the movie Ace Ventura: Pet Detective that the holder is very important
3: because yeah, you got to have laces
0: out. Bases out. out. Okay, the, the, that's what the cookies say. It's very important uh, for offensive player of the year. You know, this was kind of we did have a debate on this mm-hmm. one. We we looked at Colton Eckler out of Misick uh, for what he did. Uh, we looked at Patrick Sterrett. Uh, in Charlevoix for, for what he did throughout the year, but ultimately we decided on going with a Division two du- player and someone who made the uh, All-State second team, and that would be uh, Trevor City Central's Reed Seabase, who uh, final stats at, at the end of the year, I mean, more than 1,000 yards rushing, mm-hmm. I think 15 touchdowns, uh, and had that one game where he rushed for 323 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, and again, this is a, a Division II player. Just make it at work out there.
2: Yeah, Reed had a great season this year. I mean, the fact that if you look at his numbers from his junior year, which he had a, a monster, pretty monster junior year, he was able to pretty well duplicate that, like almost the same yardage totals. But Traverse City Central played so much of a tougher schedule in the Saginaw Valley League to, to replicate those numbers against such a higher level of competition is, is something to we be, to be admired there.
0: And then on, on the defensive side, I think we were looking at if John, Joey Donahue wasn't the player of the year, he would have gotten this, this award as well. But uh, ultimately, uh, who did we go with uh, for the defensive player of the year? Uh, Gaylord linebacker Brady Pretzlaff. Makes sense. Yeah. First teamer. Yeah, first
2: team All-State pick.
0: Uh,
2: as a junior, who has already multiple Division One offers, the, the best defensive player on one of the best defensive teams in our area in Gaylord. Um, so I mean, he just had it. He's just one of those players that, when you see them play, he always stays. The, the ball is always around him, and the and the the other team is trying to stay away from him, but can't.
0: All right, well, the the rest of the team, including the Dream Team, and and how many other, are you just doing a second team or a third team? How many teams do you have? Dream Team, second team, and I will mention. Okay, awesome. So that will be coming out on Sunday. I have a nice feature, uh, including uh, Joey Donahue. Uh, We'll have photos and stats and all that. Make sure you check out Sunday's edition of of the Record Eagle uh, for that. That's going to be fantastic. That's actually our final all-region team for the fall sports season. We're getting it done. Uh, before Christmas, which uh, is pretty good for us, because uh, normally we're running these almost into the New Year. Sometimes with, <laughs> with how late our teams play uh, in the postseason and all the work that we have uh, yeah, I think, yeah, going into that. Last year ran on Christmas Day. Wow, I believe so. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit of hockey before we get into our interview with uh, Ethan and Nick uh, coming up here. But uh, the reps are playing well. Uh, Central is still trying to find its footing early in the season, but that's something that the Trojans tend to do, uh, and then they turn it on and, and are always uh, a great team under uh, Chris Givens. Um, the, the Titans, Traverse City West, picked up their, their first win for a new head coach, uh, Zach Bargy, uh after an 0 6 start, um, and we'll talk about him it, it's during. Bargy. It's like a hard, oh, Zach. It's a hard G. Hardly. Is it? Okay. All right. Well, then there we go. Now our listeners know as well, Zach Barge. Um Got to talk about him. We'll talk about him when we do the uh, uh, Get Around Hall of Fame for the Athletes of the Week. But um, Mason West is clearly that dude. Like,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> what he's doing between the pipes is wild. Uh, he was standing on his head last year and... He was in consideration for our player of the year last year. I know we've talked about him on this podcast before, but he's doing it again this year. And uh, it is just incredible how he turns away shots because not only is he the best goalie in northern Michigan, he's probably one of the best in the state. Yeah, I think so. He's just so calm. I mean,
2: I don't know how you can say that calm when you're facing that many shots. In a night.
0: Yeah, when you get hit forty-five times a game, that's a lot.
2: Yeah, and he just—he stays calm. He—he he can do—he can do—he can flat out do the splits.
4: <laughs>
2: and that save that he made on Owen Dawson in the Central West game um, at the end of the game. Because like, I, I asked, I talked to Owen after the game, and I just I was like, "What were you and Mason talking about on the on the ice?" Because after the teams did their thing, you know, where they slew the fans or whatever, Dawson just went over there and like put his arm around Mason West and was talking to him for about a minute. And he's like, "He's like, I was just telling him congratulations on that save, man." <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "I don't know how they made that." He's like, "I was I was already ready to start celebrating," and the horn went off. Right. The horn went off for a split second. Like, the people up in the press box thought it was a goal, too. I mean, Owen Dawson was out all, all by himself on a two-on-one against Mason West, and he ripped the shot towards the upper corner, and West went down and did the splits and just whipped his glove up and snagged it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, I mean, it was, wow. it was one of those days, like, the, whole, the crowd was just like, how how did that happen how was that not a goal <laughs> <laughs> like I've never seen a high school goalie make a save like that
0: yeah, wow. yeah what he's what he's doing uh, is, is just incredible um, and, and with that said uh, you know we talked about the central and, and the, the reps as well the reps are off to a, a very hot start and why don't we go ahead right now and get into that interview that James and Jordan did with the Bay reps Ethan Coleman and Nick Dashner
2: Welcome, Bay Reps players. Ethan Coleman, right junior right wing, and senior defenseman Nick Dashner. Thanks for coming and uh, making the trip, guys. After practice, actually, you got a longer trip after this than you do from practice, right?
4: Yeah. Thank you for having us. And yeah, no problem. Uh, so, so
2: who has the longer drive home?
4: Me. I definitely have a longer one. Like 15 more minutes,
3: probably. Not even. It's like, it's like five minutes. You live no, like five minutes from my house. It's, it's 10. The way you drive,
1: you live sure. five minutes away from my house. Or we'll Ty, how do you drive, though? Because he's. I mean, at
4: night,
1: there's no one on the road, so you can go faster. But. Disclaimer, if there are any like, legal authorities. Disclaimer, I love the disclaimer. <laughs> hey, wait a thought out of there, dude. Wait. Disclaimer. Yeah,
2: so so, so Ethan lives. Ethan's from Silence <laughs> Bay. And Nick goes to Lake Leonah, St. Mary. So a uh, pair of Leonah County guys here. Uh, how, so how many players, players from the Raps are from Leonhard County?
3: Just two. Just, yeah, just, just you two? Yeah. yeah. Just us. Okay.
2: Used to be Suttons Bay would have quite a few players usually from the Raps, yeah. and one of the coaches was from Suttons Bay too back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so wh- what player on the team has the longest drive to make it to practice every day? Because I know there like years ago there was a player that would come from Bear Lake, and then there was one for a while. There was one from Grayling, and for a while there was one from Manist- or Mancelona. or Mansalona.
3: Uh, right now, I'd say it's a tie between three people. Either uh, myself, uh, Ethan, or we have a kid from Charlevoix. He's a freshman named Tristan.
1: him as a fire drive.
3: So, yeah.
1: That is a fire drive. And, yeah,
3: and he can't drive himself, so his parents have to bring him every day. That's a winner. Wow. Really committed. So, but Tristan's a good kid. So. Wow. That is a... Wow. That is a heck of a trip. From that is.
2: Charlevoix? I mean, Charlevoix for Traverse City is like...
1: That's far. That's like almost it's an hour. It's over an hour, I think. So he said, that's two hours every day. Th-
2: hey. Just a drive time. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. I mean, well, the, the guy from Bear, from Bear Lake, that would probably be like at least an Eastern hour, too. I think. There he, and Grayling is close to an hour, too. Yeah, a lot. Mancelona's close to an hour.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we have a couple of kids from Mancelona. Yeah, I think he said it was like 45 minutes.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some dedicated I mean players, man. P-
2: pretty straight. <laughs> straightforward trip from Barcelona, but it's wow. not a short one wow so yeah whenever i'm covering basketball games in lake Leona, uh the story never gets written in lake Leona like other places like i that i just write the story in the parking lot of the school or whatever you know get in my car and, but not in lake Leona because i can't get any cell phone signal so no. i have to drive to sutton's bay mm-hmm. <laughs> usually park on the main street in sutton's bay downtown some strange dude sitting in his car for <laughs> like two hours in downtown Suttons Bay with his lights on. People walking by, like, who the heck is this? Yeah, it'd be there's like no that. No Verizon cell phone signal. There's, like,
1: there's none. There's none.
2: You get. you guys get Sprint signal though?
3: Right, I think. Yeah, I think so. We um, <laughs> don't really go anywhere besides like school and like Leland So, but our school Wi-Fi is horrible. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, I'm lucky because you know my mom's a teacher there, so I get on the good Wi-Fi, and like everybody else is on like the guest or the student Wi-Fi. So, I- I'm give a staff would, password. Yeah, I'm well loved oh, at this school. That would be great. I, I, I mean, can relate to you because my mom is a teacher,
1: so I relate to that. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Knows you. <laughs> <Does the> staff Wi-Fi <laughs> yeah. work in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah <laughs> it works.
1: As soon as I roll in. It's fun. It's good, good Wi-Fi, bro. <gasps> I may have to bug you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let your boy? <laughs>
2: the, the reps are having a pretty good season so far. You guys are what five, one, and two, two ties. Yeah. I think? yeah. Um, pretty hard, pretty good start against a pretty competitive schedule this season. Yeah. What is it that uh, has kind of clicked with this team?
4: Well, we have a lot of returning guys. There's a, not many young guys, but they fit in really well. The young guys, and just working hard in practice, getting everybody communicating well all on the same page. Mm-hmm. We've been
2: doing good by doing that. How much of a hard time do you give uh, uh, Drew Hardy and Garrett Hathaway and say, you know, we did pretty well without you guys?
4: Yeah, we definitely give them a hard time because of that.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys won every game, I think. Yeah, without them. I think you had a tie yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you yeah. won every other game yeah. and they were still playing in the football playoffs, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. How long did it take them to get reacclimated and get back into the into um, things?
3: Um, Garrett, he's not skating right now. He's still dealing with an injury. But uh, Hardy, he's skating, and um, we always make fun of him because he's not good at skating, really, sometimes. <laughs> but, no, he's a good character, so it'll take him anywhere from two to three days to get back in it. But it's really, like, like all, like, your muscle memory is there, but it's, like, your conditioning. Like, I, I came from football, too. I came from football, and, like, hockey conditioning is just so much harder it's just so much more frequent because
2: yeah. well. you don't get
3: to like it's you're on the ice for 45 seconds continuously just playing yeah. as hard yeah. as you can and like football you know 10 seconds roughly not even so just break just, yeah, you, get, you get like a 45 mm-hmm. second break
2: so. yeah and imagine a lot of people who've never done it before <coughs> don't realize how exhausting skating is yeah. <laughs> I believe
1: it <coughs> I believe it I mean that's I can't why skate it.
2: for only 45 seconds for a minute yeah um, makes sense so I've heard that uh, you do these one-on-one basketball games against uh, your one of your trainer right <laughs> yeah I've heard Norman. they get I've, I've heard they get pretty intense
4: yeah sometimes yeah we definitely butt heads yeah uh-huh.
2: who so who wins most of the time
4: um well normally we do two on twos it's me and then one of my friends Thomas versus Thomas's brother and Norman and normally me and Thomas win because brother brother's pretty short, and so is Norman. So, we just and me and Thomas are both pretty tall, so we normally dominate.
2: Okay, is that Thomas poynton Fisher? Yeah, it is. Okay, you, I've heard you guys are really, really good friends, right?
4: Yeah, we've been friends our wow. whole lives. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um, and then uh, so I heard you're the you're the MC for all the uh, pep assemblies yeah. at Lake Luluna. Yeah. How, oh. how did how did that happen?
3: Well, one day it was last year. Um, <clears throat> I was a part of student council. And, like, our pep assemblies, they were just, just so boring, <laughs> so flat. Like, the person, they'd call up a, they'd call up the team and it just uh, who was most likely. they do it so boring, and, like, nobody would get into it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, could, I spotted, like, three people asleep last year. <laughs> I swear, at one pep rally, I'm just like, wow, we're supposed to be getting hype. Um, it's crazy. So then I was like, you know what, I'll just take matters into my own hands. And uh, the first one I did, it was – it was really good because I know, obviously with my mom being a teacher, I know all the elementary kids. I'm in her classroom consistently. So they all know me and like, I was just telling them to yell like as loud as they could. Like I remember one time I was like, yell now because I know you won't be able to at home and your parents will get mad at you. So they were just so loud. Like it was, I've never heard anybody like go that loud. Like school, like the school was just going crazy. Like and the high schoolers all know me, obviously small school. So that's kinda how I got the gig and I just haven't really been able to get out of it. Like not that I want to, but everybody's just like <laughs> like Nick, you have to keep it going because they just they get loud and it gets to the boys, the girls, whoever's playing that night. It just gives them get give, um an extra boost of confidence from it. So that's how I got the gig and I guess until I graduate it's mine. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
1: That's right. cool.
3: That
2: is. Um and so why
3: did you get the nickname Sheriff?
2: Or how?
1: Wait, who's a sheriff are you a oh, sheriff? Okay. Uh <laughs> Yo, okay. Story time.
3: So uh, going back to my sophomore year, uh, when I first made the reps, um, tryouts go four days, obviously. So make the first cut,
1: make the second cut.
3: I know I made the team. And uh, so then obviously all the guys are just adding me on Snapchat and, you know, they're texting me, like, congratulations, you know. And, like, we do summer skates, too, with the reps. So that's, like, how I, uh, like, I was getting to know, like, most of the seniors. And, mm-hmm. Like, they were starting to talk to me more. And, like, um former senior uh, from St. Francis, Andrew Banky, he was, um, mm-hmm. like, the night after tryouts, they all I man snap, all the seniors, they were at, like, a bonfire. And uh, he was just, like... We were just chatting, and he was like, congrats on making the team. And I go, um, I was like, he's like, you know, I got the hardest shot on the team still. And I was like, because, I don't know, like, I'm bigger, I have a harder shot. And I was like, well, there's a new sheriff in town. And then <laughs> all, the, all the seniors blew up. So first day of practice, I walk in, a little sophomore from Lake Lillanau walks in, the whole locker room just erupts. And they're like, it's the sheriff. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So um, everybody's just laughing, and I, I just couldn't get away from it. So I, I was like, wow, he would tell the whole team. And then, like, it made it into the something, uh, not something, sorry, St. Francis student section. Like, some of their posts, like, when, like, last year for St. Bay, we went to the state championship for football, and I was coming back for, like, my first game of the season. They were like, the sheriff, and then, so, like, whenever I get a big hit, the student section will just be, like, will, like, sh- chant sheriff, so I can't escape that either, really. So that's how I got that nickname. Uh, it's, so not yeah, bad, it was, it's not a bad nickname, though. No, it is not. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be, like, a in between, like, the team thing, but it, it just kept getting out because uh, I got I got a bunch of friends everywhere, and everybody's was like, what does this sheriff thing mean? And then it just got out and spread like a wildfire, so
1: that is awesome that's my legacy sure. which I'll
3: take I'll take and it's kind of funny now because uh, he's actually becoming a cop so oh, he'll, that's right yeah, he'll actually, he will actually. might be the real sheriff one day Banky. Know, <laughs> uh, huh? well yeah. then maybe then you can say maybe now you can take the title back <laughs> it's, it's forever mine it's
1: yours it's, man it's, it's forever mine yeah you can't Excuse take me, that I'm away Deputy. yeah
3: that's what I actually called him that I was like <laughs> like, that'd be my nickname. We'd be like, Sheriff, like, Deputy, because, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we have our, like, rookies, you know, like, the seniors, they take a rookie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like rookie duties, you know, make them carry your bag or, or make them, like, we were in a restaurant, and, you know, he'd make me bring him a chair, you know, <laughs> do his utensils and all that. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just, we had a really good relationship, so that's how I got that nickname.
4: Yeah, that's you awesome. Know. What's your nickname? Do you have one? Mine's just Colsey because my last name's Coleman. So <laughs> I don't have any story for that. Yeah, no backstory. story. Kind of lame compared to Sheriff.
1: Yeah, it's okay, man. <clears throat> It'll come one day. You never know. During a game, something might happen.
4: Yeah,
2: you're true. S- you're still up,
1: don't worry. <laughs> oh, the disrespect, yeah, you bro. Gotta,
2: you got the rest of the season, another season to go. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah.
1: You got a long season ahead of you. Maybe
2: after he graduates, you can just say, yeah, well, I'm the Sheriff. now. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works. I don't know about that. No. can't take that. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: nah, yeah. Chief of Police. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chief Fabo. Hey, hey, man. Hey, Chief. Um. So, who
2: has who does the most uh, work pregame on uh, taping up their stick? Ooh. On the team. Ooh. Um, or who's the most particular about it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh Personally, I think it's me because I'm super picky about it. Uh, I have to. After every single time I touch the ice, I retape my stick. No matter if it's like ten minutes, like, because I go, I tape the whole thing, like the whole toe, toe included. So if there's like a little tear, it just annoys me. So I have to retape it every single time. I have to put an absurd amount of wax on it to keep the snow off of it. But you know, if I keep going bar down in practice, everything keeps everything <laughs> keeps working for me. You know why change? So it's definitely me because. There's some people on our team that are just, like, they'll go, like, weeks. And I, I can't stand it. There's literally, like, no tape on their stick. And I'm just like, how do you play with it? But you're not as bad about it. You go, like, every, like, no, I do two it. practices. I do it whenever it gets bad. Like,
4: like, so mine, the tape just starts wearing down on the bottom. That's when I know it's time to change it dash does his all the time just for no reason (laughs) there's a reason behind it yeah but (laughs) even if it there's just a little tear it's even like it doesn't even matter like it's not going to stop anything and wax doesn't even do anything really like wow so you do your
2: you'll do yours in between shifts
3: on the bench not in between shifts but i've done like in in between periods in the periods okay so like they don't get too banged up um but i've done it after warm-ups a few times like because sometimes a puck or a skate will hit it, and it'll just, like, slash right through it. And I'm just like, I just can't look at it. It's, it's like, too ugly. So it's I'll a just, superstition type yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll right? just rip run right in the locker room, <coughs> make it quick while Coach is talking. But, so, yeah, definitely me on that one.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Who has the best hair on uh, the team? Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm going to make some people mad.
3: <laughs> Uh-oh. Just, just start throwing out – you can yeah, throw out yeah, names. They only have yeah, good yeah, hair. Just
1: yeah. throw names.
3: Not everybody can grow long hair I I think I'm gonna have to give it to Colsey Colsey hey. I, don't know, I mean either him or John Hawkins because John John doesn't have the length but he has like the shape like he's got like the the wings and the waves on the side so but I'm gonna have to give it to Colsey because just when it when it like is out of your bucket it looks like a, <laughs> like a rat tail like a like a rat tail kind of thing like a raccoon. <laughs> it's it's down there. It's like, it's like your name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like to your shoulders. All right. If I had to pick, someone you
1: said a, a tail
3: hair, I'd personally
4: say Garrett, because he's oh. been growing his out. He's got good hair. And it's just, it's like, got a middle part going, and it just looks perfect. Toots inches that too, eh? Toots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice bald head. <laughs> 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 how? So how What's the the
2: worst thing that that Machucci makes you do in practice? He seems like a guy who would be a really strict disciplinarian. Yeah, uh, he really does. uh, And is actually a police officer. uh, Yeah. So.
1: so
3: (laughs) Does he call you sheriff? Sometimes.
1: Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) That's interesting. Like. (laughs) Wow. I
3: don't know. It's usually just dash because my last name is engineer, so it's really easy. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, he usually doesn't call me anything. But the worst thing in practice definitely are like the skates recently it's not like earlier like an hour ago i swear like last 10 minutes of practice you know we were doing compete drills all practice just skating our tails off and uh wasn't the greatest practice but it was a little sloppy but you know coming off marquette i think we were a little tired and then the last 10 minutes uh we got skated so i went down and back the ice a few times and then uh the sideboards we did uh down and back twice there and we did that for like ten minutes straight, and we had a few, few vomiters, but most of us made it out alive. Ooh. So, yeah, me and me and Colsey were not feeling the greatest after it, so we had to go rip a at the gas station, and, <laughs> to, and I was not feeling good when I came in here, but we're feeling good now. So, hey, that's what's up. Yeah, you got you
2: wow. two. <laughs> <laughs> before you guys were coming on the podcast he made you do this yeah. he knew you guys were going on
4: the podcast and yeah. he yeah he knew we were oh. coming and made us skate anyways just i guess he wanted us tired to be here but We still love you too though <laughs> i still love you yeah i love too she's yeah, he's a great guy yeah the only bad thing he does is <laughs> makes us skate but we need it we need yeah,
3: it you got to do
1: that we need it yeah, we, we need it part,
3: it's part of the part of the
1: program <clears throat> how was the season bad? like i mean you guys just start off on a pretty good start like that's yeah. awesome yeah. so like as players wise like I'm new here so it's just to see you guys kind of coming out on a hot start how talk about that that's how's was locker room feeling about all that new season every new vibes how is everything
4: yeah just like all the new guys are just fitting in well and everyone's just really just working well together and we're talking good and the seniors and captains are really helping the young kids and helping everybody just be on the same page and just practice has been going decent. Most practices have been, yeah. but yeah, we've just all been on the same page, doing the same thing, fighting
2: for each other. Mm-hmm. You had a stretch there where you guys were just destroying teams too. I think you had destroying four games in a row. Yeah, that were just you guys just. Uh, well, I guess what was the difference between the, the two teams, the two games where you played the Griffins? The one was a two-two tie, and then you just come back and Smacked I think them. the next day.
3: Yeah, I think it was the, the energy we had because, obviously, home opener, first game of the season, you're just going to have so much energy and, like, sometimes your brain's going so fast you're not even thinking about the game. So we made a few mistakes there. I think we put up, like, 50 shots on him or something. We put up a lot of shots. Their goalie had a great game, so props to him. Props to, props to Colsey for burying one with, like, what do you have, like, a minute and a half left in the game mm-hmm. to tie it, so, but, yeah, I think... I think for the second game we just regathered ourselves, like we knew we were a good team and we knew that we could um take it to these guys. And like they were a good team too. We were just we knew we know what we have and we know how to play our game and Tooch just Tooch said we're gonna win it in the D zone. And you know, if you work hard in our defensive zone it's gonna translate to goals and I think that's what happened our second day. We cleaned it up in the D zone, helped out Reamer a lot. So that's what I think that was the difference between day one and day two on that.
4: Mhm.
2: And then I think the next the next two games after that you guys scored nineteen goals. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> <not> <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> on <So, laughs> so, nice lot. Hockey, nineteen goals,
3: not too bad. Yeah, but not uh, too bad. But yeah, it's that Thanksgiving tournament in Big Rapids and uh we're blessed to go there every year, but sometimes sometimes just the competition isn't the greatest, but it's it's really a great opportunity for us to work on our skills and like just if we need to work on a certain thing just Grinded out there. Like I remember the second game, they put me up at forward. I was, I was stoked because we had a lot of kids gone for. They were either traveling for Thanksgiving or um, I think we had a few sick kids. So they were like dash go up and play forward. I was like, Oh, was there? Like, my eyes just lit up. It was crazy. I was gassed after the game though. Um, <laughs> like, it's just such a new angle of the game. I have a lot of respect for the for the horses up front. You know, I get to sometimes coast around on the D, de- the defensive side, but. Especially when they're just working their tail off in the offensive zone it's kind of nice sometimes but I was it's like you just have to like flip your thinking because like I'm like defensive minded and and like situations where I'm like I right, you know gap up stay back just keep them like like forwards would go in that situation so I'm just I it like instead of just thinking like just quick I have to um, switch to offensive side so then I have to think of what to do mm-hmm. and then I'd have to go do it so it kind of just mm-hmm. delayed me but it was still fun nonetheless, so I really enjoyed
2: that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I put you guys on the spot. How do you pronounce the name of the rink in
3: Big Rapids? E-Wigle-bin. e wigle Yeah, it's something like that.
4: I have no clue. <laughs> now take a guess. Well, can I see what it looks like, the name of it? It's
2: spelled E-W-I-G-L-E-B-E-N.
1: He's looking it up right now. I can tell. I can tell he's <laughs> okay, looking it up right now. You
4: know, <laughs> give me my best guess.
1: I can't even pronounce it.
4: There you go. A Weagle Bend Sports Complex.
1: What is it, James? That's what I, I know there. you know it. What is it? Oh, do you know it?
4: I I,
2: s- I heard somebody pronounce it like Ewig Leben. Well, no, like no, way. Said it. It. Said no way. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> no way. Cannot be. No way. bro. Yeah. Like every t- I think every time I go there to cover a game, uh, I usually ask somebody how to pronounce it, and I've never gotten the same answer twice. Like from people who are from there.
1: Yeah, it'd be people running the building that has to know exactly how to pronounce it. Has mm-hmm. to, right? If you're, running, if you're working at a building, you got to know the place you're working at.
3: Well, they chose a really complicated name. <laughs> place, too. Like, like we got Center Ice and they got sports <laughs> like big, May not
1: Sportsman. That, that, <laughs> that may not even be the right pronunciation, yeah, but so still. You
2: guys got to play there again in January.
1: Yeah. You can figure out what the name's oh, called. You can ask. Yeah, you can ask. Okay,
3: uh, I'll go, uh, I'll go to let me know. Go up to the coach. <laughs> um,
1: so you play you play football, right? Yeah. I play and for something's do you play? Uh, what other sports do you play? I play baseball. Okay, so you're a forward in hockey. You're a defenseman in in hockey. And do you do you play defense on football? Yeah. Okay, so what is something you can take away from football defensively that you can use in hockey? And I'm gonna and same question for you. Baseball and uh hockey
3: uh basically just take the body you know i'm a bigger guy out there i like to throw my weight around so i like to flatten kids that's fun <laughs> really, that's really why i joined football i only i joined football my junior season because like i was strictly hockey and golf yeah. like hockey and baseball and i was like you know what i'll give it a try you know it'll only help me with like conditioning and um uh, we had a good group of guys that i knew so um, definitely um how to how to like hold my own because like, there are some big guys out there on the line and you know just going one-on-one with them that definitely helps so with uh so when it translates to hockey i can just basically blow everybody up <laughs> yeah. for me being
4: a baseball player i play catcher so normally when you're playing catcher you don't want the ball to get past you so it's kind of the same thing with blocking shots you just Get in front of the puck and don't let it get past you. So that's what I just try and do. That's awesome. And I like to think I'm pretty good at blocking shots.
1: That's so. awesome. That's why, awesome. so?
4: Why does every uh,
2: hockey player play golf? It seems like.
1: Yeah, I've say I've like, noticed that. Yeah. I have noticed that.
3: I don't know. I don't. It's just. I think it's the motion too. Like, uh, I've heard like some of the hockey, some of the best hockey players make the best golfers. Because like when you think about it, like a slap shot, it's kind of like kind of like a swing almost so it's kind of like an easy natural transition so I think that might be a big part of it but also I know like um when I got into golf like there was a kid in my class uh, at St. Mary's who played golf and he took me out a few times and uh I just I just really enjoy it and now I'm on the golf team at Sutton's Bay so so you kind of just with the people you meet and like yeah with, with the people you meet and all the fun you have out there um like We mess around more than we play golf sometimes, which, which that's okay. That's what you gotta do when you play golf, right? Take golf too seriously, you're gonna drive yourself insane. I'm not horrible at golf, but (laughs) I know I I like to laugh a little bit out there. So I'd say, and like hockey players are just well-rounded people, I think. So you know they can just, if you're like, yeah, you want to go play with me, they'll be like, yeah, I'm not good at golf at all, but I'll go play. (laughs) So I think that's why a lot of us, you know, just enjoy the sport and. Obviously, it's in the summer, so it doesn't conflict with anything.
4: Really. Yeah. So do you play, it, too? I play more for fun. I'm thinking about joining the golf team this year. I don't know, though. You should. But hey, man, I'm pretty – I'm okay.
1: But Have you played with him?
4: Yeah, we've played together a couple times. We always end up playing in the worst weather, so we always just do really bad. <laughs> so that's just what we
1: blame it on. But no, that's, that's one way to do it. You mentioned – Golfer you mentioned hockey players always playing golf. The first move the first thing that I thought of was Happy Gilmore. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, I've definitely tried it a few times out there. It doesn't work the best.
1: Oh. Uh, you tried it with a hockey stick? Uh
3: I've never put it with a hockey stick or I mean probably in like my living room I probably have, but no, but when you're out on the <laughs> out on the box and I remember that there were some old people behind. Take golf really seriously oh. I Ripped a happy Gilmore right there And they were just not happy <laughs> Like I think I think I skipped the next hole And just I think I left after I think I was one like A hole like 16 And they were just Like little like 15 Call year 15 year old me Was just Trying to have fun out there Rip a happy Gilmore You know I'm
1: already plus 50 you know, very good Plus 50 <laughs> And
3: I was just like You know what Idol did this you got my idol did this did Try, you get it pretty decent uh no it went straight <laughs> left but uh but i just remember that like you're not respecting the golf course that's not proper golf etiquette and i was just like oh i'm sorry i was just like oh i'm so sorry i'm just trying to have fun out here
1: like, <laughs> have you tried so, doing that <laughs> i've done it once <laughs>
2: I may have. It probably didn't end well. I may not even make contact. I have a video of Harrison trying it from 7 and 4 one time when we were meeting him and Brendan were golfing one time. And uh, he hits the ball, and the ball goes straight up in the air and then comes down and hits the roof of the golf cart that Brendan is in.
4: <laughs>
1: it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, I had to ask that. That's the first thing I thought I of, probably, man.
2: If I tried it, I would probably just.
1: I need, like, a longer, th- yeah. I want to do it once, one more time. That sounds that's, that's fun. But,
2: yeah. We could do a golf tournament where you have to do the Happy Gilmore
1: Drive. Hey, that'd be cool. Hey, hey, you to have to yell four it every time because yeah, someone's yeah, about to get hit. That's
3: it. normal golf for me, though, sometimes. just
1: Yelling for everywhere. Yeah, right? Two. Almost hurting people. It's, well, well gee. Like, you're not trying to. <laughs> you're not trying to, but. Understandable. Yeah. I, I understand. drive
2: so bad one time at a, uh golf tournament. I was playing like a you know charity golf thing and uh, it was at Elmbrook and I hit the ball so bad on the on ten yeah. that uh it goes into the into the fairway of the other hole of eleven or whatever it is that's coming back on that one and hits another cart on the roof on the fly. <laughs> 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 like I could have almost killed somebody.
1: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> at a goodness. Charity golf
2: tournament. It's okay.
1: There it is it happens it happens to the best to all of us most of us that's the same
2: yeah. um, so what what games coming up are ones that you're I mean I know everybody tells you, you know just when we're looking at the next game everything like that. but is there a particular game on the schedule that you're like really wanting to play just because either uh, you know, a team that you don't like or rivals or anything like that or that it's a cool event cool tournament what kind of stuff like that in the regular season are you looking forward to
3: um, I think it's two games for me. Uh, definitely this Thursday with Cranbrook coming up, uh, they're a really good team. They're they're like us, they're physical, they're fast, they got good players up front, they're a well-rounded team. So I think they're, that'll be a good test for us, I think it'll be a really good matchup this Thursday. Um, so, and then the other one, it always gets my heart racing, uh, Bet's Cup. Um, you know, our rivalry with the Trojans, It's second to none it's just you just pack the barn with so many people and it's for a great event too um so a great cause great game it's just great atmosphere it's, it's just the best everybody's mm-hmm. pumped up
2: you guys don't play west this year do you
4: <coughs> no we do not <clears throat> christmas turn maybe yeah we may play them yeah maybe
2: yeah they're in the they're in the same field
4: yeah okay yeah, yeah. who are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the exact same games this Thursday against Cranbrook, cuz they're good. They're we've never I've never played them personally, so I'm looking forward to that. And then you've played them before, right?
3: Yeah, sophomore year we kind of got we kind of got hosed by them. It was like 6-1 and their barn. is it was, it was bad. It was a bad experience, but we're going to get revenge this Thursday. So I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to
4: it. Yeah, and then I'm also looking forward to events cup because I just like playing them. It's always a we always got to fight for that game because everybody knows everyone playing against each other. So you're just playing against mm-hmm. your friends and just not enjoying playing against them because you want to just destroy them. Mm-hmm. So it's the same for both teams. So we, both teams really enjoy playing that game. Okay. Uh, outside
2: of your own and, like, you know, center ice and how, uh, who has the most interesting team? Uh, yeah, you guys call them barn. I, I, I always can i can never get myself to do that, but who has the best arena or most distinctive? Most the coolest barn. arena That you guys play against. Some of the ones at the UP are pretty interesting, yeah, right? I, like, I
3: kind of like Lakeview.
4: Yeah, Marquette's is
3: nice. Yeah, when we just went up to Marquette, uh, Lakeview Arena, they have it. They won craft hockey, Bill, back in 2016 or 2017, so mm-hmm. it's pretty recent. So they get a bunch of money for like revenue but um just like the history and that and it's really cool you know they got the old wooden seats and a bunch of banners everywhere so it's just it's really cool to see like an older place just still up and still running and marquette's such a great hockey community they have always have a good team you know everybody's been playing hockey since they were four months old they learned how to skate before they could walk <laughs> i'm convinced so I'm convinced. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely, I think they have a really good um, arena. And uh, the one in Plymouth for USA, like, they have a really nice modern modern arena. You know. Oh, yeah? I've played there a few times. That's really cool. I, get to, I got to watch the National Development Program boys play there a few times. So. Oh, wow. It's a nice arena. It's not huge, but it's, you know, big bowl, like, nice, like,
1: Enough? No, it's like where you walk. It's like, bro, I don't know. <laughs> it's like up top where you just walk around. Yeah. Is no, that like a catwalk? Yeah.
3: No, it's not a catwalk. It's like <laughs> I'm, I'm tripping, dude. I know what you're
4: talking about. You're talking about... It's <laughs> like... Like it's recessed down. It goes down. Sunken? Yeah, yeah. It's sunken. Down, yeah. yeah. See, it's it's sunken. Go down and then there's the... You can walk around everything. Yeah. There's the concessions there.
3: Yeah. I don't know what
4: that's called. Mm-hmm.
1: I have no so idea. Myself, I just don't know.
3: It's my fault. There's I a think. pretty cool arena. Yeah, the so? nice.
2: and they have their own restaurant. Yeah, yeah, they do. Great restaurant.
1: Wow. Yeah, wow. They're fancy over there.
2: Yeah. Well and hopefully you guys get maybe get to play again there one yeah, time this season. If you like guys to. if you guys go to the final four. Yeah,
4: that's the plan. Right. The
2: plan. What's the what's the difference for you guys playing in division three this year?
1: Oh yeah.
3: Really just the title. Um, I think the competition is just as good. Um, you look at our schedule, mm-hmm. we're playing some teams that, you know, we haven't played much of in the past. And, you know, you look at some of the major teams in there, like Powers. And, mm-hmm. you know, we played them last year, and we played them pretty good. But, you know, they're definitely going to be a fun one. I think we play them later in the season. But so just really school size. A lot of great competition is still out there. So, mm-hmm. Only downside is we don't get to beat West in playoffs
2: every year. That's the only downside. Yeah, you guys have some pretty
3: epic matchups with
2: West. Yeah.
3: We, sometimes they get us in the regular season, but playoffs is where it matters.
2: So. <laughs> <The truth laughs> At least you don't have a game where you get something with seven overtimes. <laughs> you didn't have to play in that one. Seven? Can you imagine that? <laughs> like, like we'll, we'll, by the end of the seventh overtime, what would, what would you be doing?
1: Seven OTs?
3: Um, I'd be... Staring in the stands, probably half asleep. I, I wouldn't be able to move. They asked me to go put on a shift. I wouldn't be able to think. I'd be exhausted. Probably collapse. <laughs> you know, no food for like that's like probably like four or five hours. I was Playing a hockey game. You just
1: seven overtimes.
2: Yeah, that was like what a decade ago. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. That yeah, it's one of the longest high school hockey games in the country.
1: We're yeah. having to penalty shootouts.
2: Back then they didn't. Really yeah. back they not have that. Not, yeah. in the,
1: not, playoffs. not in the playoffs. That's crazy. That's absurd. That's wild. That's seven overtime. Seven four. Oh, won that one.
2: Don't I think. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I remember
2: yeah. I couldn't even get a story written for the next day's paper before deadline. We had we had the story was just like really something really short because the game took so long to finish and everything. And then the next day we came back with like two huge stories about. The the game and yeah. Seven and the times. record about how it was like the second longest
3: game in Michigan history and <laughs> that'd, that'd be crazy. Um, what do they? They probably do like probably like normal period overtime
4: play-
3: <laughs> Yeah. I think they're tens. Tens, all right. I think they were tens. So that's an extra. That's right. an extra game. An <laughs> extra yeah. game. Two games. Oh my
1: gosh. No way. Yeah. It was wow. crazy,
2: and well, and both coaches started short shifting too. So only <laughs> run like two lines. <laughs> <I did>. uh-huh. <laughs> they started short, shortening their bench, I mean, you know, Yeah. and uh, so yeah, those, those guys that were playing the all the overtimes were just the top two lines, and they yeah. was, just
3: they were, everybody them. was just so gassed. Yeah, imagine recording like 50 minutes of ice time, that'd be crazy.
1: That's a lot of time to be on that ice.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully you don't have to do that this season, and hopefully if you do, you come out on the right end. Yeah,
4: hopefully. I do not want to have a seven-overtime Game that does not sound fun. Well, if you win, you'll be well, telling people about it forever. Yeah, that's true. If you and lose, maybe. well, they'll so probably be talking about seven
2: overtimes yeah. forever. I would seven think.
1: overtimes is a lot, man. But,
2: so, but like, hopefully, you don't have to do that. But thanks for taking the long or making the long trip. I guess you to yeah, take out here for and, us. and join yeah, us, no and, uh, really enjoyed it. and best of luck here the rest of the season, guys.
1: Safe travels home. Drive safely. Yeah,
2: we will avoid the deer.
1: <laughs> yeah. avoid, avoid deer's.
0: Great. Thanks again to Ethan and Nick for joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Podcast studio. Greatly appreciate it, uh, as always. Uh, that interview and the podcast are brought to you by Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns has two locations in Traverse City. Subs, Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast.
2: Freaky Out. Yay.
0: All right. Get Around Hall of Fame time. Uh, I'm going to go right back to the conversation we were having before uh, we went into our interview with uh, Ethan and Nick. My nomination, i, I got to go with Mason West uh, for what he's done so far this season. Uh, I know he only has one win, um, but he's made 40 saves twice, 35 saves twice, and then had 23 saves in the victory over the reigning Big North champion, uh, Petoskey-Northman. Um, so he is my nomination.
2: Yeah, they have, they have two other games that we didn't know how many saves he had. One was Madawan, and I don't really know anybody at Mattawan, so I couldn't find that one out. The other one was against Alpina that we didn't know the numbers for. So I, c- I contacted Cam Givens, who's an assistant coach at Alpina now. Oh, yeah. And I asked huh. him, I'm like, how many saves did Mason West have against Alpina? And he, he got back to me and he said, 48.
0: Dang. Come on. You kidding. <laughs> Come on.
1: 48? My goodness. Someone needs to send that dude some Icy Hot or something. Just, he needs something. Yeah,
0: yeah or like
1: listen, I know
0: it's really cool seeing your your teammate make all these saves, but like, hey, Titans, <laughs> maybe 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 take the puck away from the other team for a little bit. Just give Mason a give Mason a break. <laughs> My God. All right, uh James, your nomination.
2: I'm gonna go with Kendall Stanfest from Elk Rapids. Uh, they won a uh, sixty to forty game against Brailing on Friday and she had I don't know what you would call it, a double double double. She had she did a double twenty. <laughs>
0: nice.
2: Twenty six points, twenty one boards, and then also added eight assists, four steals, and three blocks. Yeah, that's a game. I mean that's a stat stuffing line right there. Yep. yep. Oh,
0: 2020, 2020 pitching, yeah. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty big I guess. With Barbara Walters and uh, who was the who was Barbara Walters uh, co host for the longest time? On 2020, like back in the 90s. Oh, I
1: don't know. Bob Jordan Bob definitely Bob. wouldn't know this. Yeah, Boba. Bob no, nah, Bob. I know Boba. Jordan's Walker not gonna is. know this for sure. I have no idea what
0: it was. All right, uh, Jordan, your nomination. All
1: right, I'm probably. I want to kind of just coin this a nickname, just because it sounds kind of cool. Claw, Klo- Klo- was his name, right?
4: Claviac, Yep.
1: The claw. I know Quai Leonard has that, but why not, you can localize it as well? Um, he dropped 36 against Misik, but he also dropped 24 against Keinsley So he's basically just uh, having himself a, a good season thus far. So Landon, the claw, Clavier. Clavier. There we right. go. All right,
0: All right, let's start the, with the Koala
1: Bear. The Koala Bear. The Koala
0: Bear because of the bears. There we
1: go. I like that one better.
0: All right, that's it. Next week we're starting campaigns for nicknames for players. So come <laughs> with some good ones, guys. Got it. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, let's vote, James. We're going to start with you.
2: Uh, we, at some point this season, we have to give it to Mason West.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, he has to. Why
1: not now? Yes. Why not now? He has to. So you just want to give it to him now? Yeah. Why not now?
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, Kendall Standfest will also get it at some point this season, too. Some point of class. Yes. I'm and I'm so, so, and so a and
1: Alright, so let's so we,
0: can congr- either, just, we can
2: either just put one of them in right now, or just put all three of them in,
0: and then just say let's give somebody else a chance. because <laughs> no, if we if we if we put all three of them in, that that eliminates us from nominating them. Exactly. That's, that's true. Yeah, we got So let's let's go with that, dude. You guys good with Mason West?
1: Yes. All right. Yeah. I all right.
0: Am. Congratulations, Mason West. You are the latest inductee. We didn't even get to voting. I just decided to make a. <laughs> uh, Uh, An editor's call here. Uh, So congratulations, Mason West, Traverse City West goalie. You are the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. All right, guys. uh, Then let's end it as we do on a happy note and uh, talk about our favorite thing in sports from the past week and our favorite thing outside of sports from the past week. James, you want to get us started uh, with your favorite thing inside of sports? I can't wait for
1: this one.
2: Oh, I was, just, I was at the Lions game. Oh, exactly. And, oh, man, they are playing so well.
0: They're, they're, <laughs> oh, and they're going to get the number one pick? Is Do we need a bell?
2: Maybe not the number one pick, but, yeah, they got it. Uh, maybe not. Uh, yeah, because of, of damn the Baker Mayfield.
1: Because of Rams.
2: In that Thursday night game, he yep. just finally decides that he can play football again in the second <laughs> half of the fourth quarter. What a game. And... If they would have lost that game, and the Lions pick would have moved up to number two, right, currently. Now I think it's sitting at four or five. Um, That's unreal. But, and then they're going to have their own number one pick. But the way Jared Goff is playing, it, I was on the, as long as you have a high pick in the top five, just take a quarterback and upgrade the position. Man. But, man, Goff is showing he's one of those guys that you put a line in front of him and give him a couple of pretty decent receivers, and you can totally win with him.
0: But, yeah, you can but always trade. You can always he, trade down and just collect when, more. When they can pick, that's true. You can hold the pick
2: hostage for a team that needs a quarterback, um, and they get and they need to address a couple of holes on defense.
1: Or sell drop yeah. picks and just get they, players.
2: They need. They need at least one more pass rusher.
0: Oh yeah.
1: They've
2: So a did pass
0: you go rusher,
1: to?
2: Have a
0: linebacker. did you go to uh, a Pistons and a Lions game over the weekend?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah were we, went late, to, we went to the Lions game at one o'clock, and then. Oh, you went there later. Lakers And game. then, yeah, at 6 o'clock was the light Lakers-Pistons. So I got to see awesome. LeBron. Awesome. You saw I got AD. I see LeBron, and I got to see AD had a nice game. They yes. both were in the 30s. Yep. Uh, 69 did
1: see, total. Did you watch that game? I did. Oh, Lakers I guy. actually watched it up, uh, t- uh, boy, up the street. Walked, popped in after I, uh, turning in my final essays Just watch the Lakers game, dude. So
2: we got there. <laughs> we went in between the games, we went to Founders Brewing Company and got dinner because we were like, it's going to cost so much money to eat at the Pistons game. So, so we went the founders. And we missed like the opening tip and everything. By the time we got there, and we get there and there's people in our seats.
1: Oh, of course, <laughs> like, it always happens.
2: Pulling I'm out my phone and I'm like, I'm like showing the other people in the section. I'm like, yeah, these are our, these are our seats. And the other people are like, oh, we're, we're showing are you, row one, uh, seat five, four and five. We were like the upper deck, row one of the upper deck.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: And oh. So then they like sh- the guy shows me his things or whatever, and I'm like. You have mezzanine tickets. You're row one of the mezzanine, dude. Like, you have better seats. <laughs>
4: oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. And,
2: and so, like, him and his, like, four kids that he had there with him, he had to take them down <laughs> another level so they could watch the game from someplace better. And then we got that. And then, man, Boyan Bogdanovich.
1: He's a good dude, man. He's Jeez, good.
2: There was a while there. He just it, he was like looked like Steph Curry for a. He made time. everything. He was just every shot he threw. Everything. He was just. That's crazy. Once the once the Pistons get back to full strength and get another high pick next year too, they are going to be.
1: They're going to be good, dude.
2: They're pulling off the rebuild perfectly, just like the Red Wings did last year. Yeah. Where they were young and competitive, and still getting themselves in position to get a high draft pick.
1: Yeah. Literally
2: next year and then you get that one more high draft pick and i think they
1: can i thought the lakers were gonna lose last yeah. night i really thought they were gonna lose i don't know All <laughs> right. Was, eh,
2: yeah. i felt like the lakers were gonna win that whole game but then they did get within two but
1: eh. every season every season for them they always up big they always seem to lose there was
2: lakers who had one or two guys in the game i'm like who is this Austin awesome reeves yeah, I don't know
1: who... Where, does he, where did he play college ball? I have no idea. He just came out of nowhere. Yeah. just came on the scene. I was like, who is this guy? Austin yeah, Reeves? Yeah, hey. He hit, he hit the three that was the dagger. Yeah. That I couldn't believe it. I, I don't know who he is. I didn't know who the
2: Walker kid was. Oh, uh, Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker?
1: Yeah. 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 And then they have a guy from MSU, but he's hurt, so I don't know what happened to him. Christy. That's his name. Oh,
0: Max Christy. All right. Jordan, your, your favorite thing inside of sports?
1: Um, Outside of in sports? Inside, inside um, sports. i got to go. Caleb Williams won the Heisman. Um, I, you can look back from past episodes. I kept calling it and calling it and calling it. And it was nice to see that uh, he won it. So last <clears throat> last Heisman winner for SC was Matt Liner, Reggie Bush. And now SC has officially eight Heisman winners, which is the most in college football. So uh, awesome. we're back. We're, we're back. It's nice. It's nice to see. Nice. All right,
0: my my favorite my favorite thing comes with a, uh, a bit of a caveat because then uh, they decided that they were going to lose to Penn State, um, but it would be my Fighting Illini uh, stunning number two Texas in overtime uh, oh, yeah. uh, last week, uh, eighty five to seventy eight, and then they came out and laid an egg against Penn State and lost that game. Uh, but I really <laughs> enjoyed when they won when they beat Texas. That was that was fun. Um, so that was that would be mine um what about uh you outside
2: have, you could have an even more rooting interest for illinois next year yeah well not next year but the year after that <laughs> possibly well that, that's one of the offers so so that, that brady Pretzlaff has is
4: illinois
0: oh yeah. nice yeah. okay so that is that is my alma mater uh i am a graduate of the university of illinois at urbana champaign so that's why that was my my favorite thing uh uh, from the last week outside of sports. Now guys, let's, uh, end on anything. I have a feeling I know what Jordan's is. So let's start with Jordan and say, congratulations to the man who is now officially done with college.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm actually wearing my college shirt right now in honor of me officially turning in my final assignment and I'm officially done with college. If eight years later, round of a, thank you. Round of applause. So if anyone's listening, uh, doesn't does not matter how long it takes. All that matters is if you finish it and get it done. So eight years later, man, it, it happened. So I can't believe it. I actually cried. I called my sisters. to As soon as I turned to my essay, I kind of shed some tears. There was, there was a point where I really was going to quit school, and I was not going to be sitting here. So, yeah, it's, don't quit. Keep fighting whatever you're doing, and uh, never give up. So, yeah. All
0: right. Well, congratulations, man. I really mean it. Uh, super awesome. Very proud of you and uh yeah now i can um i can work you even harder yeah basically. exactly Since man you, you like now i can go, I'm just there we go i'm just gonna th- i'm gonna throw more on your
1: plate <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm so like doing at school Like now i can like work on skills and actually better myself man Like this is cool like i'm you have no idea like, i woke up and i was like dude what am i supposed to do today wow dude, i school this is so weird it's really weird I don't, know. I don't think i have anything that cool <laughs> in that lane?
0: Yeah. I mean, should we just should we just end it? We can just end it on that note. We can just We stayed in a weird Airbnb this weekend.
2: Oh weird! And it was uh, so it's in this mansion on in Detroit, like in the I think Woodbridge neighborhood of Detroit, which is kind of a cool yeah yeah uh, residential area where like all the houses are brick houses or whatever. The people restored this this mansion, and they made it into, like, it's, like, five or six apartments in the lower part, and then the the upstairs, what used to be, like, an attic, they converted, they made it really nice into, like, an Airbnb because I think it wouldn't conform as an actual housing place or whatever because it's an attic, so every, every bit of the roofs is angled, and you know I'm not tall. I could barely stand up in this place.
0: Oh God! Because it was basically
2: like a little room in the middle where the, the stairs come up, and then all around it, and that's where the, kind of the kitchen was and stuff. And then there was basically four cupolas going off, which were like the rooms. <laughs> and those <laughs> cupola areas, one of which was the bedroom, you could I could barely
0: stand up in in it. So this was your good thing outside of sports. It was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. It was
1: I love interesting. it, man! I love it! I love it! I love it! That's awesome.
0: It was interesting. So
2: we stayed in the attic of a mansion.
1: (laughs) That's your best (laughs) Um, reaction. It was very nice. The
0: kitchen was nice.
1: Oh, that's awesome, man. (laughs) I love that. I'll
0: say, uh, for me, my my good thing outside of sports is that I think I'm finally getting into the Christmas slash holiday spirit. It's taken a while. You know, I don't normally... Usually I I, I love it and I'm all into it and very happy, but for some reason this year it just hasn't been it hasn't been hitting me, and I'm I'm worried that like as I get older the magic goes away from the holiday season, and I really hope that that's not the case. Um, But I did some some decorating uh, outside of my parents' house and put uh, 3,500 lights uh, on a tree that I planted. Thanks. This was, oh, the 35, the, the 3,500, this was on, this was on one single tree. Oh, geez. This was on one tree, 3,500 lights on one tree, uh, that was planted, uh, in memory of my golden retriever who passed away in 2008. Oh, wow. And has now become the memoriam tree for, uh, the, do- uh, my dogs who have passed away. So that wow. includes, uh, my lovely Guinness. Um, and, uh, actually tomorrow, uh, since I'm going to take, tomorrow off, I'm going to add some more lights to it, get it up to an even 4,000. That's the plan. Blind your neighbor, Um, Todd. (laughs) Yes. Create havoc. Uh, (laughs) 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 Yeah. I will say this, though. So back when I was unemployed and living with my parents, and this was, I think, like right out of college, and I I wasn't able to get a job, I really threw myself into decorating my parents' house. And ended up winning an honorable mention award from the village of Tinley Park for best Christmas decorations. So this was this was many years ago. Awesome. Um, but yeah, just finding myself back in the the holiday spirit. I watched a Christmas movie last night. Been listening to some Christmas music. So that's my my good thing outside of sports. I'm, I'm finding finding the uh, the holiday spirit. It's awesome yeah,
2: we put up our tree the other day and that's one of the things we haven't gotten around to doing is we we kept track when we were putting the ornaments up as to how many of them were sports related <laughs> and how many of them were star wars related <laughs> and we actually have the running total and we're going to do like a poll and have people get to post a photo and have people guess how many
0: sports oh that's how many, awesome that's how awesome many star wars ornaments there are on this tree oh wow i love that i do Great too good idea that's a good one all right boys well uh thank you so much for another fantastic episode of the get around podcast. Uh, I I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thank you to our audible viewers as always for tuning in uh, and uh, sharing this as as much as possible. Uh, I do appreciate that as well. So for James and for Jordan, uh, I've been your host, Brent Greeley. episode 237 of the get around podcast is now in the books.